Good morning. Good morning. My name is Susan. Johnny says no. no. You're gonna have to have that microphone closer to your mouth. It's usually like this. The mic stands usually on the other side of the podium. We usually have the other mic stand. Shout it out. <laughs> I can do this. You? I can move that for you. No, you stay there. <laughs> if you don't move it, we're not going to be able to hear it. Okay. Do you like that? Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Susan. So we'll open this morning with the reading from the Daily Word. And today, the word is joy. The affirmation is, I am blessed with indwelling. In John's Gospel, Jesus prays his disciples and all who receive their message will experience for themselves the joy he knows. I share in Jesus' joy as I remember I am a living expression of the divine, created in God's image and likeness, just as Jesus was. My ability to express love, life, wisdom, and all other qualities of God is limited only by my willingness to live on my spiritual nature. I am one with God and one in the allness of God with all people everywhere. The, do the joy Jesus described remains with me no matter what is happening around me. I know wholeness is the, in the midst of illness, abundance, amid the appearance of lack. Even sadness in the aftermath of loss cannot overtake my joy. And from John 15, 11, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you, that your joy may be complete. And we will begin singing today with Surely the Presence, which we will sing twice. Um, the first time to settle in and the second time to um, embrace everyone here. Oh, mm -hmm. 
other, so you might want to do that on your feet. I don't know. <laughs> Go for it. And uh, well done, fellow Zoomers. Hi, Zoomers. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Johnny. Sherry. Hi, Fred. Thank you. Hi, Mary. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Dead end for D. Okay, it's time for announcements. And today, from 3 to 4.30 is Circle America, the book and film club. Excuse me. in which um, we'll be talking about the book, Allow Me to Retort. All the information you need is in the weekly email, and you can find it there. On July 9th at Bear Raven, there'll be an opportunity for drumming, um, hearing Grandfather Ray Wilson speak, and the potluck all starting at 2 o'clock. In two weeks, that same day on July 9th, there's an opportunity for someone to be a reader here. So if you have some, uh, yes, would you like to? Actually, I think you're the reader following me. 
Okay. I mean, we could listen to you twice. Better <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, if you have an interest in doing that, let me know, and we'll we'll fit you into the schedule. Now, do you have any others? Announcements. You know, I'd like to make a little announcement from back here. Yes. I, I got a message from Dr. Doria. Dr. Doria would love it if we could have our annual Unity picnic out at her place in Mossy Rock this year. Oh, I just want to throw that out there so for everybody to think about. We used to go out there to build lanes, so I know we can do it. But uh, let's all keep that in, in our minds and consider that and start planning our our picnic for August, okay? That would be great. What's the date for that? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. We'll nail that down. Okay? I think she was. She mentioned to me the 13th. I don't know. Yeah. That's just the that came up. So, yeah. Welcome, young man. Good morning. morning. I'm not sure if that's Okay. Any other announcements? All right, then. So. We'll uh, now say our unity statement together. And if you would join me as soon as you can see it. All right. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And oh, thank you. Okay, I, I did get my things slapped on in the right place. Then. So our song of joy today is Down in My Soul. And if you would like to stand for that, you certainly may. And Dallas and Linda will lead us. Yeah, now this song is, is particularly nice, I, I think, if you stand because as you can feel, as I
to talk about meditation-wise, um, something for us this Sunday. I found this book that I hadn't seen for a while. It's called Being Nobody, Going Nowhere. And it's by a nun, and her name is Aya Kima. I think I'm not pronouncing it right. But just to give you just a little bit of background about her, she was born in Berlin, Germany in 1923 to Jewish parents. And she escaped from Germany when she was a child with a transport of 200 other children. And she was taken to Glasgow, Scotland. Her parents went to China instead. And two years later, she was able to join them in Shanghai. When that war, America and Japan, however, the family was put into a Japanese prisoner of war camp. And it was here that her father died. She then later married and had a son and a daughter. And four years after the American liberation of the camp, she was able to immigrate to the US. She started traveling with her husband and her son all around Asia, the Himalaya countries, in Australia and Europe, and became a Buddhist nun in Sri Lanka in 1979. I thought it was very interesting that she was the first woman as an invited lecturer ever to address the United Nations in New York on the topic of Buddhism. So I'm going to read something very special I found in here. It's called Loving Kindness Meditation. Please put the attention on the breath for just a moment to become centered. Take a look into your heart and see whether there is any worry, fear, grief, dislike, resentment, rejection, uneasiness, or anxiety. If you find you have any of those, let them float away, like the black clouds that they are. Then let warmth and friendship rise in your heart for yourself, realizing that you have to be your own best friend. Surround yourself with loving thoughts for yourself and a feeling of contentment within you. Now surround the person nearest to you. We probably have someone that's fairly near to you here. I think we're talking about it in the moment. And with that person, 
filled the room with loving thoughts of them. Fill that person with peace and wish for that person's happiness. Now surround everyone here with loving thoughts. Just let it flow. Let the feeling of peacefulness extend to everyone here. And think of yourself as everyone's good friend. Think of your parents, whether they are still alive or not. Surround them with love. Fill them with peace and gratitude for what they have done for you. Be their good friends. <coughs> think of those people who are nearest and dearest to you. Embrace them with love. Fill them with peace as a gift from you without expecting them to return it to you. Now think of your friends. Open up your heart to them to show them your friendship, your concern, your love, giving it to them without expecting anything in return. Think of your neighbors who live near you. The people you meet at work or on the street, in the shops, make them all your friends. Let them enter into your heart without any reservation. Show them love. Think of anyone for whom you have disliked or with whom you may have had an argument, who has made difficulties for you, whom you do not consider your friend. Think of that person with gratitude as your teacher, teaching you about your own reactions. Let your heart go out to that person because he or she also has difficulties. Forgive and forget, make him or her your friend. Think of all those people whose lives are far more difficult than ours, who may be sick in the hospital, who may be in prison, in an orphanage or in war-torn countries. They may be hungry, crippled, blind, without friends or shelter, never able to hear the Dhamma. Open up your heart to all of them and make them all your friends. Show them love, wish them happiness. Now put your attention back on yourself. Feel contentment arising in you for making the right effort. Happiness that comes from loving and joy that comes from giving. Experience the warmth they create in you and around you. May all beings be happy. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Helen. And it's time for our meditation song. And it is House of the Soul's Belonging. And you may be, stay seated, please.
happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. I am at peace, knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and in the perfect way. And today we will be saying the progressive Lord's Prayer, followed by the Alleluia. Please join me. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I am. I am thy kingdom come, I am thy will being done. I am on earth, even as I am in heaven. I am giving this day daily bread to all. I am forgiving all life, even as I am also all life forgiving me. I am from temptation. I am delivering all people from error. For I am the kingdom, I am the power, and I am the glory of God in eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. joy of having Dierica Wagner with us. It's been a few years since she's been here with us. She wandered off to Hoquiam and Ocean Shores and further north to Seattle and so, so good to have you today. Oh, and I had to look this up, so let me tell you how clever I am. The topic of her, the title of her talk today is Set Sail, Take Your Journey. I think she's done that. Unity, it's good to see you. It's really good to see you. And I see you. I'm in a tough place this morning because I'm emotional. Um, you all hold a very special place in my heart, so that's why I'm here. Um, and then on top of that, my papa walked in the door. Yeah. So thank you for being here and all of you, um, everyone who helped to 
make the service possible. You all are terrific. Your gifts are growing. It's wonderful to see it, and it's wonderful to see you. So I want to start by saying that this is a divine moment. I am not here for coincidence, and I'm not moving forward with my talk um, before acknowledging that this is a divine moment. Um, so please welcome that with me and journey along with me. We are going on a little journey this morning. Um, I had some really authentic thoughts when I first got the invitation to come and speak. Those thoughts that just ramble off without any filter. And so one of them was like, oh man, that's so cool. I think I'm going to go in person. That was one of my unfiltered thoughts. I have to go in person because I want to see them. This is so cool. And then another thought was, um, I am really just excited to see everyone. But the last thought was my light bulb moment. And it was, what is the spirit saying for you to be giving this invitation at this time? And so that's when I got really serious. So you all will get to see my serious face today, so don't judge. Um, but what really, I had to sit with that for a while. Why, why at this time, what is the message? What does the spirit want to impart? Not what does D'Erica want to impart? Um, so I sat with that for a while and I got some really good revelation. And so um, the title of my talk is Set Sail, Set Sail, Take Your Journey. Um, and there's a lot of meaning in that. So I want to break down a little bit of the concepts that are in my title before I move forward. The first one is set. And so this is um, a commitment to going forward um, and no going back setting and then sailing and i'll get into this a little more but sailing is very it's a very particular mode of transportation it's very particular and strategic it's not the same thing as riding a bus or riding a train or driving a car um, going in an airplane it's very particular and i'll get into that a little bit um, later in the talk and then take um, unfortunately, and I noticed this when I was doing some research for this talk, unfortunately, not everybody takes, takes their journey. Um, there's fear and obstacles and opposition when it comes to journeying, and it can cause people to be afraid to fully accept and take ownership of their path. Um, and so be aware of that concept that's and that meaning that's in this title, set sail, take your journey. And then journeying. I found uh, interesting that there's misconceptions in journeying. So I want to be very clear in my talk, in my title, journeying always is progressive. And it is aimed towards a goal. And, and it is structured for development. Um, it's not the same thing as taking a vacation, because you can just sit there and do nothing the whole time. Okay, so clearing up misconceptions before we go in journey. Um, it is intentional um, to grow and experience development. So set sail, take your journey. Let me see. Here we go. So sailing, it's important to understand that when you're sailing, there is a spiritual um, frequency. And I kind of want us to 
metaphorically thinking of, think about um, our spiritual walk here at the Unity Center for positive living. So our positive living and our spiritual walk is very, the Spirit showed me, is very similar to sailing in the sense that there is a certain consistency with sailing. There is some trusting of the wind and the water to, 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 to accommodate. And so you have to work with the wind and the water and have trust when you're sailing. Otherwise, don't, don't go out there. Don't do it. <laughs> so in our spiritual walk, thinking about um, that frequency, there's a consistency with sailing and moving um, and the way that it moves and just floating on forward. Um, there's determination. When you set sail, sometimes for hours, sometimes for days, all you can physically see in front of you is water. And if you're sailing throughout the night, you hear noises, you know that there's other living beings around you, there's potential danger, there's potential risk, but um, you're moving on beyond all of that to your destination. And so it's a lot like our spiritual walk. Um, and so as I sort of express and expound upon this concept of sailing, really feel um, your sail, own your sail, your sailing for your spiritual walk, because it's a lot like that. With the consistency, it's important to know and uh, sail on with the confidence that God is constant. And so that helps to stay afloat. It helps to keep that frequency. It helps to keep that that consistency, that momentum, that forward movement, because God is constant, every day, all day, reliable. And then direction. Direction is really important for sailing. Um, I was researching if it's a forward direction, and so I was researching: can you sail backwards? <laughs> And of course, somebody out there has tried it. So it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun what I learned. But um, to sum it up, it's not sustainable <laughs> upon a long period of time to sail backwards. I saw a video of the guy trying to do it. And he, you know, he, I guess he wanted to be one of the first people to kind of show or, you know, um, say that it's possible but you have to do a lot of manual um upkeep to try to sail backwards um you're it's very ris risky and dangerous and also it's not sustainable um, over a long period of time so i say that to say this and point out again reflecting on our spiritual walk our spiritual sailing you want to be um evaluating your direction and understanding that if you want to sail, you have to be moving forward. There is, um, in the last slide, when I looked at the determination um, and the direction and those things, uh, the spirit really took me to this place of observing the common um, trait that's among sailing and seeing. And so here's where I got really, really, really inspired. Um, and so I want to go through this, um, the importance of being able to see and 
the different ways you can see um, in, in our spiritual walk and our spiritual sailing and to take your journey, being able to see. So there's looking, right? Just looking at things. Um, but then there's observing. And this seeing is not just being able to um, see an image in front of you, but it's being able to open up the mind. And I was really, really fascinated when I looked at our capacity to be able to see. Um, there's different kind of visions even with, you have farsight, you have hindsight, you have your peripheral, you have tunnel vision. As I studied and went deep into that, I'm like, wow, we, we have uh, incredible ability as human beings to be able to see. But, and then, so going down this list, observing, meaning you're looking at what's in front of you, but you're digging into um, what is, um, what is, what does it entail of? What's the content and beyond? Asking questions. This connects to seeing with the mind, being able to open up the mind. So I can look at that, but what is it? So I can see now a little bit deeper after I get more information. Um, so seeing, asking questions, your intuition, another ability for us to be able to see. Meditation, which is a practice that we value here. Um, being able to sit still long enough um, and connect. Right? Um, and be able to get clarity, come into a. Um, another powerful one, and there's a lot of research on that, but um, having to put words out into your mind and then being able to see um, further based on what you have, what law or word you have put forth. Um, feeling and experiencing through that, discerning, tracking which when I got to this one, I learned and noticed that this is how human beings have developed civilization for centuries. Tracking the data on what works, how did it work? When did it start working? When does it work best? Huh, and you keep all the records and then the, pass that on to the next generation. They take it and they use that, but then they go deeper with it. So tracking stuff for your individual and spiritual path and for your journey, tracking your own growth is really important. There's a different ways to do that. And when I was teaching, I was able to um, learn that skill, that um, uh, concept of tracking, but um, it's really important in our spiritual journeys to stop sometimes and to ask, you know, where have I made the most progress? What is helping me to be successful? What's not helping me to be successful? What do I see as actual evidence and growth in my walk? Where could this possibly take me? What does this mean possibly about my gifts and my calling and my purpose? So this idea of tracking, it leads into being able to see more. You'll be able to observe your patterns. You might be able to observe a tool that works or does not work. Um, and again, your rate, not just where you're growing and how you're growing, but how fast are you growing? Are there, are, what, what's your speed, right? So there's, there's some, we have these incredible abilities to see, and I put it out there because seeing we sometimes limit to our eyes, but this is, is showing us that in our spiritual walk, we actually have a profound capacity and opportunity to see beyond. And not only do we have it, it looks more like 
when I studied some of the scientific articles, it looks more like, you know how I describe like our different vision capacities and abilities? We don't just have one, we have different modes of vision, even being able to see outside of your, um, in front of your direct line, your peripheral. So the way we are designed, scientists are, have already had conversations that we are actually designed to be able to see beyond what is in front of us. We are actually designed, did I get to anticipating? Anticipating, we're designed to be able to see beyond, um, journey, move beyond, and reach higher, reach our high, highest potential. Um, and then lastly, I have on there, activating and cultivating the 12 powers regularly will um, promote insight and more sight, right? Spiritual sight. So I have this excerpt from unity.org um, to talk a little bit about, not just to list those 12 powers to you so that you are getting um, that revelation about sight and how you can use these 12 powers to see um, as you set sail. Um, but uh, there's a little history in here um, with the founder, so I wanted to read this. It's kind of hard. I might have to scoop this over just a little bit so I can see. And then I have to move this around. Okay, so each of us has 12 creative powers that are fundamental to us. These are aspects of our divine nature. The notion that each of us holds the divine within us, that we have a spiritual nature along with our humanity, is not new. But most of us don't have a method for developing our spiritual capacities. And so here's where it's important to think about cultivating more sight, because it's available. Uh, Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore, who was strongly influenced by the transcendental movement, went on a committed spiritual search. It led him to Eastern spirituality, which he integrated with the Christianity of his upbringing. He created the 12 power system more than a century ago, based on the reality of the divine spark within all people. Fillmore uses disciples of Jesus as exemplars of the 12 powers. So here they are. The 12 powers provide a system for soul growth, our minds. So here's where I was talking about, not just the ability to see, but the ability to open your mind. Our minds can be a link to spirit through these 12 capacities. Some of us, we know these, even when we think about setting sail, our spiritual sail, our spiritual walk, and our spiritual growth, it's really important to understand how you can see and move along this spiritual growth and spiritual path um, and what you can use to help you see more. Wisdom, love, strength, faith, imagination, order, understanding, will, power, zeal, and release, and life itself. We can paint the life we want by focusing on understanding and cultivating these 12 spiritual powers. So I wanna uh, share some scriptures with you um, as we come sort of to a close here that started to illuminate, um, and I got revelation on um, your spiritual, your ability to see and take your journey. Um, so let's look at these. John 14, three through six, check this out. If I go and prepare a place for you, this is Jesus talking, I will come again and receive you unto myself, 
that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know. So he's, he's saying here, you know how to get, get to where I'm going. Hmm. How's that? And look at the response from the disciple. He said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. No idea. He said, no, you, you know how to get there. Very interesting because it helps to illuminate. Yes, you can be able to see. You are, you are equipped. And as a teacher, when I was reading this, I thought I connected to um, Jesus' speech because it was like he's saying, I, I, I taught you some things. I imparted some things into you. You know how to get to where I'm going. That was incredibly um, inspiring, just reading it with that kind of lens. Um, and so in a way, I thought about him saying, use your GPS. <laughs> right? Yes. Come on, spiritual believers, where are you at? Use your GPS. I taught you this. I showed you. I walked with you. I, I, I was physically here with you. I did miracles in front of you. I told you about my father. I showed you. He said, if you see me, you see the father. I showed you these things. So you know how to get there. Um, and then he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So really profound that, that I found it in this scripture that Jesus kind of um, affirms this ability, our ability to see and to be able to take a journey and move with what we see and, and reach a destination because of what we have um, in our spiritual lives. So really cool. The next one is from 2 Timothy 4, 7 through 8. It says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. And so here again, you see a sense of journeying where Paul, as educated and experienced as he was with his knowledge and position, he saw life as a course. And he said, I finished my course. I kept the faith. And here there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. So that idea of reward journeying and reaching his destination done um, ephesians 2 10 is my last scripture and here's where it really comes out we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them and so i want to elicit a little bit in this talk um, it's one thing to sort of go at go out go out on the grind but here is an invitation and when i started this message i, I said i asked the spirit why am i going there what am i supposed to deliver what is the message i knew it wasn't a coincidence and here it is friends it's an invitation and it's in the scripture to see your journey and to see that there is something that's already prepared for you, like Paul said, a course for you to walk through it, not only to walk through it, but you're gonna do good works and they've been established for you. In order for you to walk in them, you need to be able to see. So um, increasing our spiritual sight, we have some spiritual um, strategies and a more awareness of different ways we can cultivate seeing. Um, so let's wrap up here. Jordan, so that's my face there. That's me when I was graduating from Centralia College. 
That's me on my graduation day. And, you know, a lot of you know my story. I was the first African-American to graduate from the Centralia College teaching program. And when I was there, I had lots of different, um, you know, I had my own life struggles, but I also had um, a lot of uh, challenges, had a lot of challenges. And when I look at that picture, I remember every time, I remember every time I said, I'm gonna go and take another step further because I see beyond this. And then I would get to that step and I would say, I'm gonna take the next step forward and because I, I can see something beyond this. And then I would go and I would take that next step forward because I could see beyond this. So when I look back at my journey, I'm thankful for my sale. I'm thankful that I could see and I'm thankful that I cultivated sight because it took me all the way. And you all were a part of that because the beautiful practices, the way you guys invite the spirit to help us to see the values and the practices that you guys are regular in to help us to see and establish our faith, it will take you successfully on your journey. So that scripture that I wrote, that I was sharing with you about the good works that are, that are, that he foreordained for us to walk in. Not only did I finish my course there, but when I went on, God, I'm sorry, you know, tears. Look at this, this is my safety net, thank you. Okay, I'm just about done here, friends. I love you all. <laughs> so another cool part about my journey was I couldn't see, right? I, in that day when I'm sitting here, I'm graduating, I, I couldn't really see what was coming next, but I could see. I knew that there was something greater, and I knew it so well that I kept taking those steps. And I'm talking, sometimes it was through the hardest of things, right? And... uh Look what happened. So here you see my little second graders. And, but I wanna tell you a little bit more about what you're looking at when it comes to my sale and my journey. I did not know, I knew I was going there to be a teacher, but I didn't know each little experience I would have in the, pro in the process of that. I didn't know that some some students would be abused students that I would get to interact with. I didn't know that I would meet certain families that they are now my lifelong friends. I didn't know that I would meet students who didn't have certain abilities or capacity but they would leave my second grade classroom and forever in the rest of the trajectory of their education be more confident and put more more of their abilities because i made a special connection with them i didn't know that i would i didn't know that i couldn't see that and so it's really interesting and i really celebrate that today um that there's so many good things in store as you stay the course and you set sail so I got a selling toolkit for you. 
So take a look at the screen. So this is, I'm not just being funny. If you Google, what does a sailor take with them? These are the most common things you'll find. I don't know if that's the right water bottle because it turns out the water bottle is a certain material for whatever reason, but you get the, you get the idea. So binoculars, imagine that sailors need to see far beyond where they are at, at the moment, right? So your binoculars. This little string at the bottom, that's for attaching your hat on so that the wind doesn't take it off. Okay, these are things that you have to think about as you're sailing. You, can't, you have to think differently, okay? You have a map. You want to keep, again, that tracking. Where am I at? Where am I going? When will I get? What's around me? Could it be helpful? Right? That tracking. The gloves, because you have to pull the lines, right, to sail. And so it gets a little rough on the skin and the water bottle so you can take care of yourself and stay hydrated and be able to physically do all the physical movement. For the pictures, for this, here's the spiritual part of that. So the gloves I have for representing community. It's important to stay in community. It could be a friend circle, a Zoom meeting, a church service we have here, um, family, friends, whatever. But it's important to stay in community. Community are the gloves because you get to share your gifts. Um, someone else can affirm a gift that you may not really realize that you have. You might get an opportunity in the community to use your gift, further develop it, and be able to see more of your journey and kind of what you have and where your direction is taking you. So it's important to stay community, stay in community. Your water bottle I have as prayer. It's really important to stay energized, keep your line, your line to the divine, and stay filled up with water bottle. It's prayer. Uh, the life jacket on here is for faith. You cannot sink with faith. The potency of your faith will keep you afloat. The currency of your faith will be resistance um, against anything that will try to cause you to sink. The hat latch is for affirmations. It's important to make sure you're doing daily affirmations because your mind will say or feel whatever it wants to feel as it's doing its own thing, but you have to re-guide it and make sure you are putting things in sight by putting your affirmations in mind um, and speaking them. Your binoculars. Engage in seeing and analyzing your progression in your path. So that goes back to um, what I was talking about, tracking, cultivating your anticipation, your intuition, um, the 12 powers regularly. Um, and that's what's next. The map, your 12 powers. Have or work towards a calendar that, and schedule that has the 12 powers embedded. So that's some sort of activity that cultivates one of the powers. And it's good to, um, a lot of us build our calendar and our schedules around a lot of things, but the Spirit gave me a revelation that it's also important to build your calendar and your schedule around activating those 12 powers so you can see, so you can sail. So in closing, we have a marvelous journey that we can set sail in and expect good experiences from with knowledge of eternal security and future reward. Set sail. Um, this is my email. I have it here. It's in the slides. Some of you have it on the email threads. Um, but please do email me sailing stories after this. Um, I am doing a lot of schooling and stuff, and so it's encouraging and it's supportive and it's interesting. And it kind of keeps me going. So do email me your sailing stories. And smooth sailing, everyone. Love and light. Um, let's at this time now go into a little bit of meditation time.
So get, getting grounded in the body. And getting centered. Feel your ability to see. Moving forward, accept that your vision and sight will increase from this moment on. Know that you can see your journey as you activate the tools and the powers. Know that you will do good works. You'll have a great journey. And the direction to move in is forward. In closing, if you want to, there's some affirmations that I would like for you to repeat after me or ponder them. The first one is, I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly where I'm not going. I know exactly where I'm not going. I will complete all assignments assigned to me. I will complete all assignments assigned to me. And my journey will be filled with prosperity. And my journey will be filled with prosperity. Thank you. Yeah. What a blessing to have you here. Thank you so much. <clears throat> it's time now for our offering. And we'd like to thank everyone who has donated to Unity through the mail. And we'll continue to appreciate any checks that are sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, 98531. You can also donate on the website, net. And we thank you for all the ways that you share of your time and talent. So let's say our offering prayer together as we hold our offering in our hands and hearts. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Let's say our blessing of thanks together. 
We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. It's time for our healing prayer. If you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, you can speak out their name or hold them quietly in your hearts. Members of our church have requested that we send out healing prayers and energy to all people and animals displaced by war and natural disasters. The members of our communities who struggle to meet basic human needs and those you mention now. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. And together, let's say our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Let's stand and form a circle and prepare for our song. And while you're doing that, I'd like to thank the people who made um, this service possible today. Jerrica, Dallas and Linda, Holly, Johnny, Tom, thank you all so much. Uh, next week, our speaker will be Dr. Daria Funches. And hopefully you will all join us. And um, afterwards, we can visit with the people on Zoom. And please join us downstairs for food and fellowship afterwards. This is a funny looking circle. Ready? Ready.
Jesus. Jesus.